Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a sense pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a sense pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a sense pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 354 of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, always. I'm Tyler. And joining me is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel. Cables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler. Man, I'll tell you what, man. It's like I feel like a buckshot to the wind. <laughs> well, what that means is like I have gone through a somewhat good week at uh, both work and also like at home and stuff. I mean, bar, I've been playing some games here and there and stuff. And uh, man, I can't wait to be, just be talking about games again because I've got a lot to cover. But uh, other than that, though, I mean, I. I'm actually doing fairly well. I started trying to get a little bit more onto services like, say, Discord and uh, Reddit <laughs> because I mm-hmm. really haven't experienced like a lot of those formats or those platforms yet. I mean, I'm so used to Facebook and Twitter that I'm kind of like sick of Facebook and Twitter. So it's like I have that sort of thing where it's like Facebook is where I have my family and friends and stuff like that that I keep in contact with, but Twitter's more or less become sort of like a news hub for me and also i kind of want to avoid a lot of the cesspool drama that is constantly on there daily yeah so by going on to a place like say discord i could actually organize some bits of say if i want to play with a group of friends or something like that and like reddit reddit reminds me so much of the old forums that you would go to on like the yeah like online back in the mid-2000s where you would just go through see a couple shit posting things and all of a sudden you just go through share your own memes and experiences I kind of like it. Yeah. It's really quiet, really quaint, and uh, I don't really have to read a bunch of garbage if I don't want to. Yeah. No, I I, I love Reddit. Reddit's a really cool place. And like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, it, it. Yeah, I, I like because like <clears throat> I think I probably said this in, in the past, but it's like so I made a really good point because uh, about like Facebook, where like Facebook's the place where you go like the people you know in real life you don't yep. you wish you didn't know, and Twitter's the place <laughs> you go to where you wish to hang the talk to the people that you wish you knew in real life. <laughs> like yep. and like Reddit's kind of the same thing where it's like yeah you it's just yeah it's just forums you can't you only see really what you want to see and yeah like I'm I'm like honestly if it wasn't for talking ship uh, being on Facebook the group I wouldn't even like care about Facebook at all like that's literally the only reason I go on there is uh and the memes the memes are pretty funny but uh yeah like I've I've actually like unfollowed like ninety percent of my my friends on there because I just don't care like my my close family and friends and stuff like that i, I don't but like the people like extend like extended family or people that sent me friend requests because i went to high school with them even though we didn't like each other and or know each other really in high school but now for some reason we're facebook friends i don't know like i just like <laughs> I don't care like if you know me, i just don't follow you so oh my it's just, gosh. so it's like my my facebook is literally just like close family and friends talking ship means that's like that's like I, that's all i go on there for oh and, i know i know so it's like I, I yeah I wish we can just get talking ship over to Reddit, and I just get rid of Facebook. I just wouldn't go on it. And like, uh, oh I hear you. Yeah, like, yeah like Twitter. I, I love I love Twitter because like Courtney will get mad at me sometimes. Like not really get mad at me, but she's like, why do you why do you go on Twitter so much? And I'm like, 
Because, like, you know, when you're bored, you have people go on Facebook, shit like that. It's like, I go on Twitter. And that's my thing. I like to go on Twitter. I like to scroll through there. It's like, I'm like, well, I go on here because it's like, like, this is really where I get a lot of my news from and read on what's going on for, like, like I told you, like, 95% of my Twitter is, it's wrestling, it's football, it's video game stuff, and then there's, like, it's just, like, jokes and shit. Like, that's yeah what I go on Twitter for. And, like, yeah, like, I, I like... Like, after, like, the 2016 election and shit, like, I got really deep into, like, the negativity of all that shit. And I was just, like, I'm not happy. Like, it, like, legitimately, like, social media was, like, making me really unhappy. So, I was just, like, this is, like, this is, yeah. like, out, like, a thing to go to for, like, to, like, yeah, it's, a, it's, like, kind of a way to get out. Like, you're supposed to, kind of like video games. There's, like, where it kind of makes its escapism a little bit. But it's, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like, especially, like, Facebook, like, I don't get the escapism as I do, like, on, like, Twitter and shit. So, it's, like, I totally, like, redid my entire, like... Twitter and Facebook, that's when I started, like, unfollowing a lot of people that were just, like, that just weren't, like, people, if, like, my thing has always been, like, I hate drama. Like, the, one, the thing I hate most in life is yeah. drama. Like, I don't want drama. If you only, like, like to me, it's, like, if you don't bring me, if you're just bringing me drama in life, you're not bringing me anything positive, like, I'll just, I just cut you out. That's just what my life has always been. And it's, like, I don't hold grudges. I don't hold anything like that. It's just, like, I'm just going cut, to cut you off. And, uh... Yeah, so it's like that's kind of way I did it with my social media. It was like, well, I'm not gonna follow you. I'm not gonna unfriend you because that's just gonna create drama. So I'm just gonna follow yeah. you. So you, I'm, we're still friends, and you have no idea that I, I haven't seen you fucking post for four fucking years or longer. You know, so yeah, I don't know why we got to that. But yeah, no, I, I agree. That's like I, I, I like I love going. Like I have read. I don't go in there a lot. I go in there every now and again though. There's like a few. Like I, it's mostly like it's kind of the same thing. It's like things I'm interested in. You just go into those forums or. Shit like that, or like things that you find funny. Like that's that's yeah, exactly that's the point. Kinda... That's that's why I used to go onto forums, say like uh, sarcastic gamer and like uh, freaking mm-hmm. god, like the IGN boards back in the day, and like everything else, where it's like I would look up for topics and stuff and games and whatever in the communities. But I really just go up there because I love to see a lot of the in, inner like jokes and stuff like that and shit posting and stuff that you get away with. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, you it's can great. Yeah, a lot, you can actually get away with a lot and sort of like Reddit. It's so like, it feels so much more like open ended with what you can do in that yeah. place. Yeah, it's 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 a blast. Like, like Courtney seen me go on there feeling, like, what the fuck is Reddit? And I'm like, I that's really, I don't really never, never like explain it because she don't really know what forums are. Like, she was never, she's not a nerd, so like really, I think only like nerds knew what forums are. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, yeah I see what you mean. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, oh, it's like forums, you know. She's like, what are what are forums? I'm like, I don't know how to explain this to any any more basic than that. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what the words are. It's a chat room, I guess. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so yeah, but no, I yeah, it's great. I, I I'm happy you're doing that because yeah, I, I love like I love doing that. Like, like honestly, a big thing that helped me was like I just took my Facebook app on my like on my phone because I still have it on there. I still like I'll check my notifications and go and talk shit like yeah. a couple times a day, and I like, post like maybe like a few times a month, and but like. I put it like on like the third page of my phone. Right. It's no longer like front and center. So it's like I have Reddit and Twitter and, and like Instagram. Instagram is kind of the same thing. It's just, like I follow people that like that like I, I enjoy on the internet, like YouTubers and shit like that. I have I, not. I, I, I see. I you now, man. I have not been on Instagram in almost a friggin' year, and I'm kind of happy that I haven't gone back to it. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. It's like I have a Snapchat, but I I, I don't use it. I'm like. I, never I just created, Snapchat. yeah. I, I created it like years ago, and it's like, like Courtney loves Snapchat. That's like her social. Like she, she got she deactivated her Facebook account. Uh, that was like her New Year's resolution. Was like she would spend hours just of her day, every day. She would spend five six hours a day just looking at Facebook, scrolling oh God. through Facebook. 
Yeah, I'm just like, and she'd always oh, get upset, God. and she, like she see it like kind of the way I was, you know, four years ago. But it was like just about other things. Like people like post fucked up shit on there, and she get all upset, and like she get like her, she get stressed out, anxiety get bad, and it was just like, like I, I get, I'm like, I told her, I'm like, I told her what I did. I'm like, you have to get rid of it. But just like if the, if there's people on there that are like cause problems, things like that, just get them, get rid of them, cut them off, get get well, them exactly. out of there. You don't need them. And she's just she went one step further and just deactivated it. Like she, she'll bring it back every now and again. She's like she'll bring it like she'll get off of it for a few weeks and then she'll come she'll activate it again for like a day, and then she'll spend like a couple hours looking at it again. And she's just like I can't do this. Deactivates it. So yeah, she's doing really well with it. But yeah, like I told her, I'm like just get fucking Twitter. Like it's so much cooler. Like you just follow the people that you want to follow. It's like you can like set it up. Like you, you have no pressure mm-hmm. of having to like have these people on Facebook. That's what I like about Facebook. Cause like I feel like you have to have like like people like hey why don't you accept so and so's friend request? Like I, like I had somebody like a few weeks ago like I sent you a friend request on Facebook. I'm like okay like all right I guess I'll, I'll accept it then. It's like, I don't, like I've had people do that to me in the past. I'm like, all right, I accepted it immediately. Unfollow. <laughs> like I don't, like I'm only accepting it because I like I had like in my last job, like I had coworkers, like I had like 10, 15 coworkers on, on my Facebook. And it's like I don't like you guys at work. I don't why I don't want you guys going <laughs> on my fucking personal life. <laughs> it's like the only reason I talk to you is because like I'm around you 50 hours a week. It's like, oh my. So gosh. it's like, yeah, That's it's funny. like I just like I would I would like I would like make it so they can't see my posts. Or I would like unfollow them. It's like, I don't give a fuck about you guys. Like, no offense. Like, I'm not trying to be hard, mean or anything, but I don't give a shit. Like, if you told me tomorrow that you're, today's your last day, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I'll never see you again. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's not like I'm not trying to be heartless or anything, but yeah. So. Oh, no, no. But that's actually the reality of the thing where it's like you're not going to see a lot of your coworkers or something like that in case you see like you leave a job or they leave or something like that. It's because, well, Sometimes and stuff, there are just some people you're meant to meet in life for like a certain time and never meet again. <laughs> yeah, it's like I left my left my last job. I literally like you know after a couple weeks, I like I went on one of my Facebook. Like, you know, I'll, every now and again, I'll go through and like just delete a bunch of people on my Facebook and shit. Like I don't yeah. have a lot now. I'm down like 100 and something, but I was like at like 400 friends. I'm like I don't even oh. fucking know these people. So I I, went, I got it down to it's like in the one like I don't know 150s or something like that now. But like I went through and like I deleted all of them off. I'm like I don't. I'm never gonna see you guys again. I don't care to call you or text you. Like, I, so I just like went through and deleted all of them. It's like it was like and it's a weird thing where it's like ah, oh, you like kind of feel like a little better. It's like oh, all right, less bullshit. I think like you know? maybe once or twice a year I get like an like an actual like friend request on Facebook, but at the same time I go through I lock I've actually locked down my back like uh, my back thing my back things of like uh, posts that I've had like for a long time. I actually went through filtered out a lot of those and I went. And it's just for privacy reasons, right? Because I would yeah. normally get like a couple bots like here and there just try to go through and like maybe try to have me as friend request or something like that or just try to scam me like out of money or whatever. And um, yeah. at the same time, I've kind of relegated like Facebook to maybe a couple things. I'll post a couple things. I'll see <clears> a couple <throat> replies or whatsoever. And there are some people who I do reply to, which Facebook kind of mean may you know, just kind of schedules in like, oh, hey, you want to see the post from this person so much more often. I'm like, oh, no. No, yeah. I don't care. I've already seen this post last night. I am not going to look <laughs> at it or try to reply to it again. Then all of a sudden you see it for the 10th time. Okay, okay, I am fucking just going to go ahead. Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did your hair. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. it's like. <laughs> yeah, there's those people that, there's people that like only post like, like that post everything about their lives, like 
every like they put everything out there. Hey, I'm guilty like, of where it's like I've I've done similar things to that. Shit. Oh yeah, we've all done it. Like <laughs> no, don't don't feel like don't feel shame or anything. Everybody's done it, but it's just like at certain points, it's like I used to be the same way. Like when I first got on Facebook, I'd like I wouldn't post like all my personal shit. Like some people like just post every fucking thing, but it's like I would you know like I'd post all you know oh I'm going to play basketball today or I'm going to I'm I'm taking a shit you know something whatever. <laughs> But like, but it's just like after a while you're just like this is like no one cares. Now I'm like, kind of just I don't like, care when they post it. It's like you know. It's like I just relegated now to just posting memes. Also, the very yeah, shit, yeah. dude. It's like it's, it's like I, this made me laugh. I hope it makes you laugh. That's kind of like exactly. the extent of it. Like that. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, know. I love it. I just love Facebook for that. Yeah. Rather where it's like I don't give a shit about the drama. I just go through and I just post random funny shit on it. And it's like ah yeah man this is this is what I love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there. Yeah. There. I mean. There's like I don't. We're like yeah, I don't want to shit too much on facebook but like you know there it does bring you some joy you know like i said talk yeah. ship group on there and then memes that's like that you know it's like i don't know sometimes i'll sit there and be on there i'm like is this even worth it like, I don't know. yeah I don't know. It's, you, man it's like i have not really actively gone through and kept track of talking ship i have it on my phone obviously the facebook group and stuff i maybe look at it occasionally yeah oh but it's just the fact that i've not really been adequately listening to podcasts like I once did. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't make podcasts, so it's not a big deal anymore. <laughs> yeah, we get like we get like one po- talk shit podcast like every eighteen months. Jeez. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> not, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I no, I, I love listening to podcasts. It kind of feels like that we've kind of become the talking shit podcast. <laughs> yes, it, I mean, I used to, I remember we used to joke around with with them like, oh, we're like the video game equivalent to like for talking shit. And even uh, nerves is like, yeah, you guys. Or be, yeah, you guys can just say that. That's fine. I'm like, oh, okay. We didn't do it. But like, I'm like, we can just call ourselves talking ships, drunk nerds, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know how we got. We we really went to a deep dive there on social media, didn't we? Well, hey, man. I mean, it's something we don't really do too often. But at the same point, yeah. you know, it's it just goes comes for a circle, you know, full circle. Yeah. Into it's like, man, we talk about more things than just video games, man. But yeah, yeah. we are the drunk dash nerds podcast, and social media is part of our nerd culture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely, it's like, I mean, obviously, like the, the fact that I mean, I think overall, I really enjoy social media because if it wasn't for social media, we wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. Very so. true. Yeah, so it's like it, overall, but actually, well, Jake and I met on the talking shit forums. True. So maybe in a way, yeah. So I don't know, it, you know. But anyways, that's it's it's, it's nice because you keep a track with people. Like I was so corny. I'm like, I have all these friends all over the fucking country. It's like I went and saw these guys in Vegas. Like it's fucking nuts. Like you know, I tell them like, so it's like there, there's some, there's a lot of evils and bullshit with with, with social media, but I, overall, I, I'm I, you know I think it's a positive. It just depends on how how you put it into your life. So if you're one of those people that just you know it rules your life and shit. Like I know I used to be that. Like I said, I, for years I was that way. I did let it take over, and like I was always big on on that and like i was always i cared about how many friends i had or i cared about like uh about what i posted and i get upset if i only got like three like oh that was a good like ah oh, here's this i posted about my personal life or i post something and it's like oh what the fuck i only got three likes that's bullshit and it's just like, <laughs> like why, why does that matter why is it, that's fucking dumb just like mm. whatever just, I agree. just go here for the memes memes that's what it's for and and pictures of dogs that's all i care about send me pictures of your fucking dog in videos cute videos i'm all for it that's 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 what life is about. <laughs> Anyways, this is a uh, typically a video game podcast, but we just went on that fifteen minute rant about fucking social media. So uh, whatever, I don't know. And dogs, um, but yeah, um, we haven't really done a normal show in a couple of weeks now because we just did our uh, 
game of the year for 2019. That was fucking. That was fucking still weird, weird to think that <laughs> un- Untitled Goose Game is our game of the year for 2019. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That's well, so awesome. <laughs> was it the Dice Awards? Actually, it won the Dice Awards game of the year. So I mean, we're not that great, and that's voted by fucking developers. So not the guess technically it's not really the craziest fucking thing in the world, but uh. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, it's but it's good to be back. Good to be back to be doing a normal show. Uh, we haven't sat down, and done one of these in a couple of weeks, so I was I'm excited. Uh, there's been a, bits of things happening the last few weeks. Uh, not like not some of the biggest shit in the world, but bits of shit. There's been some news. Uh, I'm not even gonna get into all the coronavirus bullshit because I mean, there's it's the everywhere, like, man. It's yeah. like so overdone. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously something to worry about, you know, especially, you know, I understand, like, why a lot of, like, events are getting canceled. E3 is in danger. Um, what was it? CDC? Uh, uh, CDC? Was it? No, C- what was the one that's got the big one in San Francisco? Got? GDC. GDC, thank you. Uh, that one just got uh, canceled or postponed to summertime. Like, that makes sense. I'm all for it, blah, blah, blah. especially on the West Coast, because that's, like, primarily, like, especially in, like, uh, California, that seems to be, like, the worst area for it right now so it's probably is for the best that we don't have that thing yeah but um yeah so i don't know i mean i don't even get all that news like we're just gonna guide right over that because it's like uh i listen to like kind of funny games daily every uh, every day yeah and the, the joke for them the last few weeks is they're the coronavirus game daily because it's our coronavirus <laughs> coronavirus daily or something like that uh, kind of funny coronavirus. I don't remember. There was a name for it. Oh the people going God. around. It's pretty funny. But it's like, yeah, it was like every day, like something is going on. Like people are pulling out of, uh, out of events or people like big things. Change like Microsoft's had people work from homes now, and shit like that. So Nintendo's like, do the same thing too with their workers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to see people taking you know be, taking precaution. Like I definitely, yeah. I definitely think we should. But um, yeah, we're not gonna get into all that. But yeah, so it's but uh, there's been some cool. Sh- there's been some other shit. Some good shit happening in gaming though. Um, so I think we'll jump into some of the news before we get into what we've been playing over the last couple weeks. Uh, I wanted to jump back into, um, so remember we had the Platinum 4, uh, stuff, right. uh, like about a month ago or so, and they announced that War for 101, uh, on Kickstarter, um, and I can't, it made, I think it made just over 2 million, I want to say, on Kickstarter, which is awesome, uh, with the goal of 50,000, but it, obviously they knew they were going to get 50,000 for sure. And but, um, even with that Kickstarter, they made more than what they sold on Wii U. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they made more money off that fucking Kickstarter, kickstarting a game that was a was a was not successful at all. Um, reviewed well, but didn't sell well. Yeah, but um, anyways, uh, they came out with a release date. It's coming out on main. Well, in North America, it's coming out uh, May 19th, um, and in Europe, May 22nd. But it's coming to Steam, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, so I just want to throw it out there, and that also we got um, uh, we. So that was the first one. That was one of the four Platinum Four. Uh, we got Platinum. We got number two, which is Project Gigi, which is the uh, Kamiya who who made Wonderful One One and Beautiful Joe. He's calling this the end of the trilogy for superhero trilogy. Well, um, but this is the first ever Platinum game that's their own like owned IP. Uh huh. Because um, you know, normally they just they create IPs, but they're owned by other companies like Bayonetta is owned by Sega, uh, Nier Automata is owned by PlayStation, uh, Astral Chain is owned by Nintendo, like things like that. Um, so this is their first, uh, their own uh, IP that they own, full control over. And also, number we got number three from them, which uh, not as exciting right now. It's not initially exciting, but I think down the line it'll be exciting. They're opening up their second studio. They have one, their main ones in Osaka, and now they're opening up the second one in Tokyo. Right. Okay. So, um, 
Did you get a chance to, to check out the uh, trailer for Project GG? Yes, I did, actually. I checked it out and stuff, and it kind of reminds me of, like, some of those old-school, like, kaiju type of battles, you know? Just have yeah. a city span, like, just two big old monsters just go through just decking each other out. You know, it has a lot of potential, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, there was just, like, there was no gameplay or anything like that. It's probably very early on in development. I'm, I'm assuming Project GG is just the project name. That's probably not the... Was that Project Agogo or something like that? Is what they were calling it. Um, yeah, so we don't have like an official name or anything like that. But uh, I don't. know. I think it's pretty cool to see that um, there was some concerns over Platinum there a few a few years ago because like some of their games coming out like they had a lot of games coming out for a while. We've talked about it before like they had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game that was terrible. And right. A couple other games are coming out and they just like there was obviously like the D team that was like working on a lot of projects. They, they it seemed like. It felt very telltale to me, like where they were. Like, they yeah, were you could tell that a lot, a lot of, of the shit coming out main fast. team was like just busy or just like mm. either fatigued with stuff, you know, because it showed definitely within the efforts when they were having their C and D teams like work on these miniature games, like say like with uh, the Turtles game back on the last generation, you know, it's just yeah. Yeah, so it's it's glad to see that they're expanding and they got that. Well, they got like what was it, like one hundred fifty million dollars from Tencent, who owns like. A lot of like they own um, respawn and they own a lot of like they're big in like uh, into oh, yeah. it. they own a lot of space in the, the gaming world so they got a bunch of money from them and uh, they said this is a big reason why they're open. this is the main this is the reason why they're able to do project GG and open up that second studio so um, it's like, pretty exciting to see that, that they're, they're expanding uh, but going back to one for one one is like it's I think it's gonna be forty dollars uh, it's coming out digitally um, is this something you, you think you might see yourself picking up yep Actually, I, I pretty much think I am going to go ahead and pick it up on the Switch because, nice. for one, I'm a fan of it from the Wii U, but at the same time, I do like the idea of just playing it handheld-wise on my Switch. I mean, that's just the main appeal now. If I'm going to play a game yeah. that's kind of like even reminiscent like Nintendo-related, I'm going to be picking it up on the Switch, especially if it's like a third party that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, you know, it was a Nintendo game, so that makes sense. Um I don't know, I want to wait and see what people are saying about it. Because I remember it reviewed fairly well when it came out. Uh, I just I remember playing it. I just didn't care for the, the gamepad association with it. So Yeah, that's um, that's part of the reason why I stopped playing it initially. It's like the game console was fun. The gameplay was fun. It's just I just did not want to go through with the whole gamepad aspect of it because it kind of felt kind of convoluted. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to wait and see people say that. But it's also coming out kind of a, uh, like, what, the week before Last of Us 2. So it's like, oh. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Speaking of Last of Last of Us, though, there is going to be a Last of Us TV show. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's um, H- they're doing a they signed a deal with uh, the Chernobyl um, right main writer uh, creator um, is going to be heading this up of, of writing the uh, the Last of Us TV show. It's going to be on HBO. Uh, Mike Druckmann, who created Last of Us and was also uh, the head writer of the original game and the sequel, um, also used to work at IGN. Um, he is. Uh, he's going to be uh, with a, one of the main writers on there too to help you know make sure it, it, it works out well and get some of the shit right. But uh, yeah, so I mean, this is probably this is a, it just got announced yesterday. It's Friday night as um, as is recording, and uh, so this project's probably a couple of years out. Um, but I don't know. I like I saw that and like I, I, people have been talking about like a Last of Us movie. And, like oh, we want a Last of Us movie, shit like that. Like yeah, I mean, there's been times where I'm like that's like I've talked myself into it, but I was like. It was funny, though, like, just last week I was sitting there thinking about it. I'm just like, because there's been a lot of news with the Uncharted movies. Like, it's kind of like it's, like, it's got some legs now and finally going to happen. I'm just like, I don't know if I want it now, you know? It's like, 
it's a yeah, movie. But... It's a spectacle in itself. But it's like I was like, I don't want a Last of Us movie. And then I heard that this news. And I'm like, oh, actually, no, I want that. I'll, I'm cool with this. Like, yeah, I think I'd rather have of that too. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like especially with like I got you know with Witcher coming out and it's it, it, I I don't care about like Witcher's not my thing. Like, but I heard it's excellent and I'm happy it is. So like it gives me hope that like you know we can finally have like we, we might get some good uh, video game like stuff out there. So like it's it's cool. It, like, like it's weird. Go ahead. It's actually it's actually absolutely weird because we're in this point now inside of uh, the media where it's like a lot of the concepts are now shifting away from the whole comic book kind of craze that the movies and TV shows yeah. were focused on, and it's now starting to go heavily focused upon video games and stuff. I mean. Look at the trends for the last couple of years. We've had Detective Pikachu doing very well. We've had like, yep. God, Sonic The Witcher, the yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog doing well in theaters. Absolutely, just floored me because it was just, yeah, it gone through its whole rigmaroles and delays and character redesigns and stuff. And then it's like you have the announcement most recently of The Last of Us. And man, I'll tell you what, with Druckmann behind the wheel helping write this and like in episodic content, maybe like an hour or so each week or something like that, this has the absolute potential of being like a fantastic complimentary experience to the games. Cause it's like most of the games that most of the time, what I loved most about the original last of us was how detailed story between Joel and Ellie were, you know, it's like you felt yeah. their conflict. You felt their like to struggle to survive against unparalleled like odds and stuff being against them. And I kind of like to see, like, where at they would go through and explore certain aspects. I mean, would they go through and just maybe cover just the entirety of the first game, you know, with maybe yeah, fleshing well, out some bits? Will they combine elements of the second as well, which possibly could be, like, a separate season, you know? Maybe, like, the first season's, like, scheduled with the first game, and then maybe the second game is, like, the, the second season, you know? It's just so much more potential. with uh, yeah. And exciting thoughts about it. I mean, if there were, like, a movie... Uh, I'd be kind of accepting of it, but at the same time, there's only so much you can fit into a movie. <laughs> yeah, this is the, yeah because this world definitely is pretty deep. Like Uncharted fits well for a um, for a movie like that makes yes, sense. Yes, it does. I'm not I'm not super excited about like I love Tom Holland being like he's gonna play uh, Drake in there, but I don't I don't know if I, he's young. He's like he's Spider Man by the way. People don't know, and but he's like he's legitimately only like 20 years old. It's like and like Drake is like in his thirties or so in, in the, in the original game. So he's been doing it for a while. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how it's going to work. Like, but Mal, it's funny though. Like Mark Wahlberg was supposed to play, uh, Nathan Drake, Drake, Nathan Drake in the, in the like 10, 15 years ago. And now, and he's now too it's, old. it's been so long. <laughs> this movie has been in development hell for so long. Now he's going to play Sully, the old guy. <laughs> so well, that makes sense. You know? That, yeah. You know. But it's just so funny. Like when this movie first was getting kicked around, I'm like, Oh, Mark Wahlberg's going to play Drake. It's like that sounds terrible, and now it's been so he's so old. Now it's been so long. He's actually old enough. He could play the old guy, and the, so I don't know oh. if I like. I don't know why. The, I don't know. Like, he's funny. I like. I like. I don't have anything like against Mark Wahlberg. I think old guy, he's pretty Marky funny Mark. in comedy. <laughs> yeah, like he could be a good Sully, but he's just like I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because it's like unless they're gonna like do like the Uncharted three shit where it's like when they go like when they kind of start from that perspective where he where Sully found him and brought him into the game and shit like that. So, but um. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, but we always talk about with like, oh man, it'd be great if they, if they made Mass Effect the TV show or so and so the movie or the TV show if they'd done it right. But it's like we always say if it's done right. But it's like I, I was saying like like, what does that mean? And it's like with this though, it's like if I was gonna say like if Last of Us was done right, like this is like 
when I heard like who's behind it, like I watched Chernobyl. It's a fucking brilliant show. Right. It's like that guy, like I, don't, I can't, I don't know his name. I can't remember his name. But it's like he can, he can meet that tone of like the world of Last of Us. Like Chernobyl is a very like it's a it's a great show, but it's depressing as fuck. And well, I like bet it's it is. a pretty, it's a pretty like shitty like atmosphere. And he he nails it. And like it like if you know he hit, like he hits it like if you feel it you know. And I think he can hit that tone and hit with also with really well done writing. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Um, but sticking with the, uh, PlayStation news, uh, Ghost of Tsushima got a, uh, surprise trailer drop, uh, yesterday yeah. as well. With not only a three-minute story trailer, we actually got a release date for it. Um, it's coming out June 26th. Um, so it's a Sucker Punch game. Uh, I don't know, I, what's, what's really, what, what's your thoughts with the Ghost of Tsushima game? The Ghost of Tsushima game, I'm really liking the... I'm really liking how the game's coming along. It's much more kind of methodical in terms of the yeah. approach. I have not seen the last trailer that was just revealed. I saw the release date, which I'm fairly yeah. excited about because I thought this game's going to be like delayed a little bit further to have like the PS5 launch. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, in my point of view, my stance on Ghost of Tsushima is like, I want to play this game. It's like that samurai type of game that uh, I've been wanting to play for quite a long time. I mean, yeah. it comes like a year after the whole Sekiro stuff and the whole ninja like esque type of like movements and this and that. And it this is kind of more my pace, you know. It's like it's more yeah, I recognize enemy patterns and stuff, but also it's much more methodical in terms of an approach, you know. It's more like it's more like, say, how Samurai, say back around the Meiji era in Saikyoto, Japan, so just like went through and just battled each other, not only just for, like, uh, prestige and, like, a bunch of honor stuff, but also it just kind of reminds me of, like, like some of the old, like, uh, samurai films, even back back when, you know, mm. where it was just mostly just just a bunch of battles, just a bunch of, like, honor base combat and this and that, you know. It was, it's definitely got its appeal for, to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It, it, it's, it's one of those games where it's, like, I'm interested in it, but I was like, what is it kind of thing? And it's like, right. I still like to see a little more game. I like, I'll, I'm like, I'm in. Like, I'm, I'm all excited for. It. Like, I love PlayStation First Party for the most part has been like killing it. Like, they've got a really great library. Like, they're they're pretty one note third person action adventure game with, you know. Uh, but I still love them. You know, like I, yeah. I, I think outside of Days Gone, I've loved every own Death Stranding to a certain extent. Uh, I've enjoyed all of their first party games. Um, so, like, I'm all in on this one, but, uh, I'd like to see a little more gameplay for it. I'd like to see a little bit more from it. Like, we've seen a lot of, uh, we, we haven't seen a lot of that. Like, we haven't got that, kind of like we, we normally, like, the, the E3 before a game comes out, we get that yeah. big, huge, like, explosion of, like, here's the game. You know, like, you see all the gameplay, and you see, like, you get, like, a big, way more deep dive into how it w- runs and works. And, like, we really haven't gotten that from this game yet. No, Maybe not it's yet. because we haven't, we, like, we haven't. We haven't had a state state of play for a while. We haven't had uh, they didn't run at E three. They haven't had anything like that. Like we just I don't know. Maybe that's the reason why. But maybe we'll get something here soon. But uh, yeah, I'm all in on this game right now. It's like let's all otherwise I have, I already I went ahead and pre ordered on PS four. I can cancel it if I if I want to. But I went ahead and pre ordered it. I'm like I'm okay. Yeah, I'm gonna this game looks great. I'm all in. It, it's kind of shocking that it's coming out you know just a month after Last of Us two. But um, we were supposed to have fucking Last of Us two. Last week, it was supposed to come out initially. And then, remember they, they they did the state of play and they they announced the release date for Last of Us Two. And then the very next week, they delayed it three months. So yep. Um, 
like the original plan i guess was actually the release date that last of us is in um that was ghost of tsushima's uh original release date and then they had to push back that game because last of us got delayed so there was talks i'm surprised it's coming out so soon because the, the talks were like to create space for it they're going to have it come out at the end of summer but you know with the with the new consoles coming soon maybe it's, it's probably a good thing so it doesn't get overshadowed probably because by i mean who knows like what will be like if it comes out august or september it's like people are probably like i'm just gonna wait for the new one so this gives it like there's a, there's a long enough gap between june and november that game people yep. would be willing to buy that game so i'm excited for it it, it definitely looks like it be, could be a really great game um but moving on to um so we got some star wars news um so uh star wars went ahead and our ea went ahead and canceled yet another star wars game um so uh jason schreier of kotaku who is like i don't know how he just fucking he has so many people in his back pocket from ea like he he's the guy that breaks all the news about fucking all the star wars games uh anthem everything about them so right um his articles are fairly lengthy so I, I, but this one isn't so bad but i'm gonna read through like i a lot of times i'll just go through articles i'll just like take out the cliff notes and shit like that and this one it's just like there's a lot of good news in this one so it's hard to, to take it out so um so go ahead and read through this article here so um last spring uh, ea canceled a planned spinoff of its popular star wars battlefront series the third star wars game that the publisher has axed since 2017 um wow. the latest game codenamed viking was originally envisioned for release date this fall 2020 Alongside the next generations of consoles, so it's going to be a, you know, the, the their big launch games for the new consoles. Um, once it became clear the to the executives that the timeline was unrealistic, they canceled Viking. Uh, this account is based on interviews uh, with six people uh, in the inner workings of EA. Um, they're all anonymous, obviously. Um, so the back, so this is all like the backstory of Viking. So by the Viking uh, itself, um, well, let me try that again. Uh, sir, okay, I don't like that. Uh, so, anyways, uh, EA owned a studio Visceral, uh, which spent two right. years working on a Star Wars heist game called Ragtag, uh, under the well-known director Amy Henning, who worked on uh, Uncharted. Uh, in 2017, EA shut down Visceral and canceled Ragtag. Uh, then the Ragtag arts assets were given to EA Vancouver to make the because they were working on like a uh, Star Wars open world game, so they took the assets and were like we're just gonna combine them in with this game. And uh, that game was called uh, was codenamed Orca, uh, and that game was in development until um, all throughout 2018, until it too was canceled. So Orca was canceled as well. Uh, at that time, EA uh, Vancouver uh, was spinning up a smaller uh, Star Wars project to replace it, one that would be planned for release date fall 2020 alongside the next gen PlayStation Xbox. Uh, EA executives like like to call it a financial hole that needed filling. Uh, this third game was called Viking, and it was designed as a spinoff of the Star Wars Battlefront series with open-world elements. The plan was for EA, uh, also for EA to bring in yet another studio to help, Criterion, who works on Burnout and Need for Speed. Um, EA Vancouver spent some time designing ideas and prototypes for Viking, and Criterion came along board uh, soon afterward. Uh, that was when the problem started. Although Criterion was on paper the lead studio, the logistical challenges of cross-country game development made, the, dif- made it a difficult proposition as one person involved with the game said too many cooks was running the theme uh, i believe uh criterion is in, they're in london and uh ea vancouver is obviously in vancouver so you're you're across the world so completely different time codes are uh, uh not time codes uh time, time zones thank you uh so Criterion Leeds had an ambitious vision for the game, aiming to put a strong focus on story and characters. It soon became clear that Viking would never be finished in just a year and a half. Watch, what the fuck? 
Uh, EA executives had no interest in extending the timeline. Viking was canceled in the first half of 2019, although this news has gone unreported until now. Uh, the, that fall 2020 financial hole will go unfilled. Uh, Criterion has now taken back the Need for Speed series, and EA Vancouver is supporting other EA studios like BioWare and Respawn on games like Anthem and uh, Apex Legends. Um, and EA Vancouver is also helping work on like FIFA and Madden and stuff. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this is their third game, so like, it's just so they canceled. Um, what was the first game? Ragtag. Yeah. Trying to turn that game into Orca, and then Orca got canceled, and they tried to like fill in that the hole that Orca was supposed to to fill with with this game, codenamed Viking, and that also got canceled. So, um, yeah, this is not uh, Gables is not going well. It's like no, like it just seemed like they're getting their shit together with Fallen Order came out. Got, you know, it was my number nine game of the year for last year. Uh, it, pretty, it, was, it was a really good game, but, you know, not great, I don't think. But a lot of people was game of the year last year, which I don't I understand why. But uh, then you hear shit like this. It's just like, I don't, like, like they said, like, that game was, they wanted that game done in a year and a half. And it was just like, we can't do that. And it's like, all right, well, that game's canceled now. So there's there's a lot of in, a lot of in this, I think, where it's like not only, so they try to make a game a year and a half. They keep canceling games because they're not going to get done in time. Because they want to fill in 2020, fall 2020. It's like, oh, this game isn't coming together fast enough. Canceled. So you guys, you have, you guys been working on this game for three years now. Now you got to make a game, but you can't get it done uh, in time. So now you guys got a year to make this game and fill in the spot. But now, now it's like, oh, well, we can't fucking do that. Oh, your game's canceled too. So it's like now they have nothing for 2020. They have nothing beyond 2020. The only thing that we know is in development with them is there is a uh, Fallen Order 2 is in development. Obviously, early on, probably not. We're probably not going to see that game for two, three years. Um, and then there was a, there's another game, a smaller Star Wars game that's uh, being worked on as, as well. So I don't, I, I, you know, I just, the contract I think is up in 2022 or 2023 for, uh, for the Star Wars exclusivity with EA. And I, I feel like that's not like, I don't think it's gonna get renewed. Like they released three Star Wars games in seven, they've canceled three that we know of. And they've released three, one of which got heavily panned, Battlefront 2. Battlefront 1 was, feels like it was just, we need a game out as soon as possible. That's what that was. True. And we got one really, really well received great game fall in order. So, I don't know. I don't know, Gables. How, where, where, are you, where are you going with this, all the shit? Honestly, I feel like it's unfortunate, but at the same time, really, this is just EA essentially just shitting the bed with this franchise, regardless of what. I mean... It's unacceptable that they can't even decide what they want to stick to to a long term. But then again, they're a million dollar company that subsequently has so many other different companies that they bought. And quintessentially, they do have the funds where they can just randomly cancel things like this. But at the same time, it's incredibly shitty. And it's also incredibly like, it's also incredibly disingenuous too in terms of like saying a contract for like the people that have worked on those particular games for years because a couple of them actually sounded fairly promising the one yeah headed by amy henning and stuff the whole ragtag thing like yeah. a heist that game Star Star Wars we, even saw, we got gameplay for that game like they were like that was a huge thing a few e3s ago yeah with uh with the ragtag like we had gameplay they had amy henning out there talking yep. about it like front and center and it's like oh we just cancel it it's not coming together fast enough it's and like, of course and of course, we already knew about the whole open world Star Wars thing that they showcased like a little bit once during an E3, and then like yeah. never showed it again. And that had a lot of promise too, because hell, I like the idea of like being some sort of like rebel alliance member or something like that, just uh, going to a bunch of 
different planets and stuff, like an overworld, sort of similar to, like, other open world games and stuff, and the company missions, and do this and that, you know, but it's Star Wars, you could do this and that, you know, but, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's... It is a unfortunate pattern, what EA is going through and approaching, because, honestly, it's like they are so hell-bent in trying to insert any type of extra type of things into pre-existing games that they really have not thought about the long term of any of their franchises it feels like it just feels like more they're trying to do a cash grab thing is like now in present tense with no elements of say future stuff even regardless they have people working on games like say fifa and like madden and stuff their usual annual cash cows but at the same time it's like it's more or less, for companies like EA, Activision, and even like Beds of Ubisoft, where it's like, they're focusing more on the microtransaction and like, games as a service type of style, that they are not readily even thinking about the consequence of like, say, cashing in all your chips now, and not thinking about how it's going to be about three or four years from now. Because I can guarantee you this, the only way that Disney's going to renew their license if is if EA actually does something that they have not done yet, and that's create a Star Wars experience that makes them a buttload of money, and it goes through, it's highly successful, maybe like a phenomenon in terms of pop culture, but even so, people are fucking sick of Star Wars right now. Yeah, yeah, like, (laughs) Disney can't talk too much shit because, uh, you know, like, Last Jedi got panned. I haven't seen Rise of Skywalker yet, it's coming out uh, next week uh, digitally, I'm I'm, I'm gonna buy it and watch it. Oh boy, I'll tell you what. those two movies, I have honestly no desire to watch them. <laughs> I enjoyed Last Jedi for you know it's set, you know I don't know I, I don't get all the hate for it like not the greatest movie but I'm not gonna get all of that but it's like I enjoyed it for what it was but like yeah it's like Star Wars is not in a good place it's it's honestly it might be in a worse place than no nah, I don't want I don't want to go that deep but it's pretty bad it's not as bad as like it's close to as bad as it was with the prequels it needs time. to go it's away like, yeah That's like what it it, needs. Needs, it does like because it's just you know. Battlefront 2 came out, all these canceled games. The movie side, Solo, was meh. Um, you know, Last Jedi. Last you know, Jedi and like. Pan. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, everybody hates it apparently. Um, let's see. Like, the Force Awakens and even like Rogue One. Those Rogue two One were fantastic. Were, those two movies I thought were fairly good. Yeah. Everything else since then, from the Battlefield games <laughs> to Solo to the freaking like Rise of Skywalker and. and the other like last jedi stuff like that has just been so mixed and so hodgepodge and stuff that yeah disney has no excuse in turning that franchise into the ground like they had been doing the only they're saving the grace so far has been the mandalorian for god's sake that yeah did well for itself yeah no, i actually enjoyed that i need to get back i want to watch the first half of it and get back to it but um yeah no it's just yeah it's it plays, uh star wars is not in a good place right now and it sucks uh it's because it's the biggest ip out there and it's like probably in all the entertainment you know like that should be something that comes out there and everybody's like excited for it and it's just like nobody's excited about anything really star wars right now um so yeah i don't know it, it's a bummer to see uh i i do think i i like the idea of like let let respawn keep working on fallen order like I, i'm excited to, I, i'd rather see a titanfall 3 than a fallen order 2 to be honest with you but right. um you know I, I'm, I'm cool like let them fucking Keep doing that thing. I, I would say don't give EA the exclusivity deal. Like, hey, we'll let you guys do this and a couple other things. But it's like, I'm going to go to 
like we're gonna go to this studio here and I have you guys go make make something you guys go make something like kind of like Marvel's that big thing was like we're not gonna make games but we're gonna go around and talk to people like they went to um, PlayStation and said hey we want you to make a, uh, a video game for us and they're like we want you to make we want you to make Spider Man and then they went to Nintendo hey we want you to make, to make a game and then they we got Marvel Ultimate Alliance three and I'm assuming they went to Xbox because that I mean there's no way they only went to those two and didn't go to Xbox and I'm, just, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if at the the big blowout, probably E3 this year. Microsoft announces their own exclusive Marvel game. Um, mm-hmm. Avengers is coming out soon. Like I, I, I like that idea. I think that'd be smarter for them. Don't put your eggs in one basket. It's like get somebody that knows their shit about gaming and that knows the market and can go to these people and it's like, hey, you guys are really good at this. I want you to do this. Make this kind of game uh, for Star Wars. Like I think that should be the way to go. Like EA, yeah, they're the biggest out there for, for gaming and probably make you the most money, but... If you want, you mean uh, you want some more than money. You want also quality. You know, you don't want just. I don't. I don't. Maybe I hope that's what they want. You know, I hope people at Disney are pissed off right now and are looking at like we need to fix this. You know, like, hey, we made a fuck ton of money, but it's like the cash cow is gonna get dried up here if you keep doing that. Like we're not gonna dry up, but it's, it's not. It's gonna gear get lesser returns every time on it. So um, I'm hoping they they're able to turn around. And also, it's, it's a big deal. I think with you look at EA, where like they don't have a big like. A big game this year. I don't like. I think what Fallen Order was a big game last last year for the holiday season. But they um, have not come out with any type of big game announcement or anything else like that, and it's already March. Yeah, yeah and I I don't, and it doesn't sound if we don't hear anything. I mean, they'll have their EA Play this June, um, assuming E three and everything doesn't get canceled. But um, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna announce some stuff. But it's like what like. But from what we're reading in this article, they don't have a big game this fall. Nope. So it's like battle, like Battlefront. There's like Battlefront Two. Like it sounds like it's turned around. People are playing it, and it's, like it's got a good community now. They got the shit straight on that. Like Battlefield, we haven't got a new one of those in a few years, and it doesn't. I don't know who knows when that one's coming out, and, and then one of those is coming out. Um, even that's like eh, people love it or hate it kind of thing. Um, it's like EA's in a weird spot right now, where it's like they used to have all these big bangers. Like you can kind of like you knew their formula for better or worse. You knew their formula, and it's like they like they've lost that formula which maybe in the end will be better but it's like they're like in a weird place where it's like yeah they got apex legends they got fifa they got mad they're gonna be fine like we're not like there's no worries about ea going on business or anything but right. it's like what's going on with the rest of the company so it's like i don't know it's just a crazy crazy uh spot we're in but um something that came out of that article um that i didn't read but um i was gonna get to with next so this is the next topic here for this um he said that uh, like i said uh, fallen order 2 is in development and there is a smaller, more unusual project at EA Motive that's in development right now. And then just uh, like a week later, uh, there was this, uh, someone data mined out of the PlayStation Store in Europe, um, this uh, like, kind of like a, basically like a screenshot called Star Wars uh, Project Maverick. And it's just like, um, it shows a Star Destroyer on a planet, and that's all we have for it. And there's been... Uh, like and on there is like there's an imperial star destroyer and there's a fleet of uh, x wing uh, x wings out there so there's been w- some rumors that maybe it's like a dog fighting game uh, but this one I think it's like it's a smaller project it's different than what they what they're making they're used to making um, so yeah like maybe this is the I don't know if this is coming out. I'm assuming it must be coming out fairly soon they're gonna announce it fairly soon because like this same thing happened uh, earlier this year with Resident Evil three. And then, uh, like, remember it was on the European, like, yeah, but this one actually, it actually went on the European store, the Resident Evil 3 yes. artwork. And then a week later, they announced the Resident Evil 3. Um, 
uh, the game. Like, it wasn't even officially revealed yet. Everybody knew it was coming, but it was officially revealed. So I went, I'm wondering if this is maybe the same thing. Like, this is pretty much the same thing that happened with RE3. But I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm actually, this is something like a smaller project. Because that's something, like, I kind of miss, like, like a lot of these bigger companies doing. Like, Ubisoft was doing it there for a while with, like, Rayman and Child of Light and shit like that. And then, like, um, uh, EA was doing it there with Mirror's Edge and Dead Space. Like, they're doing these, like, side games. Like, and it's, they, I'm hoping maybe they change their ways. Like, they've proven that. Star Wars Fallen Order, the game they were expected to sell six to eight million in the first three months, sold over ten million. Huh. So like, obviously, this, like people want those, like a really well-made single-player game where you can't get microtransactions out of them. At like people want that, people will pay for that. So um, I'm hoping maybe that makes some change of ways. And I don't know, maybe this could be something different. It's a smaller project. Who knows what the fuck it is? Maybe, maybe it's like a free-to-play, like Apex Legends type of thing, like. A battle royale game, like a, I, don't, I don't know, but like, or could be something like out of the out of like the uh, blue and stuff like that that nobody would even think about. Like yeah. for example, you know, there's like this there's this one gaming franchise I think EA put out like a long time ago on the DS, which I kind of wish would get revisited, maybe re-released or something like say as a, in like maybe even it's like a little downloadable game, you know, like Henry Hatsworth, and I'm talking about. <laughs> Henry Hatsworth was like a puzzle game, right? For huh. the DS. And basically what it was, it's like you had this theme or something like that where you would go through solve all these different puzzles, right? But if you got a specific condition, you actually had this English gentleman and stuff with a monocle and stuff all of a sudden bear like a mech and stuff like that and just start destroying blocks and everything else. It was a platforming puzzle game, quintessentially. Huh. You had puzzle That's things on the bottom, and then all of a sudden on the top you would do like a regular platformer. So it's like, I really wish... I could see that game downloadable. You know, if that would be something like a mobile or if it was something, say, like that just appeared randomly. I mean, EA has the rights to it, I believe. But uh, it's just one of those hidden gems that I kind of wish they would revisit once in a while. Yeah, and that's probably, you know, like that was like mid-2000s or early 2000s. So that's yeah. probably during those those, those weird Mirror's Edge, Dead Space days. So. Yeah, like I hope maybe they revisit that. Maybe this is like they'll like redo things. And I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm interested. Like I, I think it'd be cool. To, like have a like uh what uh, was it Battle Squadron? No, was that what was that? What was the uh the Star Wars game? That, oh, it was like, it launched on the GameCube. It was Rogue Leader. Rogue Leader. Yeah, we got one of those. Like it was that'd a be sequel sweet. to Rogue Squadron on the sixty four. And I'll tell you what, that game Rogue Leader still looks fantastic to this very day. And oh, not yeah. only that. But if you have it in Progressive and you actually activate it and have it like on your CRT, it just really is impressive doing the Death Star run and then all of a sudden you just are just flying through everything and it's just still has that same type of big movie feel. Yeah, it. like that would be badass if you got something like that. That's, that's mm-hmm. something I think would be kind of cool. They kind of went back to that kind of roots. But um, that is the end of our no, uh, news for the week. What's going um, like I said, it's been a couple weeks we don't regular shows, so we've been playing some shit. Um, do you want me to go first? Or you want to go first, Cables? You go first. All right. Um, so I played a couple of games. Uh, like I was talking about like I've been kind of in that like there's nothing coming out f- for a while phase, so it's like I have anything new to play. So I've been in that weird like just jumping into random games, trying to see if something clicks with me. Um, and I was like, I mean, I really just want to play something on my Switch. Like I played a game on a Switch for a little while, and I went on there. I was looking in the store, and I like I looked at my my dashboard there. and Fuck Pokemon Shield. I'm like, I fucking forgot I actually own this game. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I remember, like, I talked to you about it, like, probably, it's probably a couple months ago, because I bought it yep. on Christmas Day. So, I think I played it, like, I played, like, eight, nine hours of it, like, that first uh, week, week and a half that I had it. 
and then um, I just some, for whatever reason I just can't go back to it. And uh, so I was I was, uh, I was I just beat the third gym, and I started playing it. Um, we'll see, end of about late last week, so about a, about a week ago. Um, and I went through and actually finished the game. Uh, it took me like it only took me like 21, 22 hours. It was, it was surprisingly I, pretty fast. Um, but uh, yeah, so I remember we talked about it. Like I was interested where like hop, like with the which rival hop and what's going on with that. Like what's going on with the gym layer. Like there's a lot of mysteries behind it. Like, because there wasn't like a villain. There wasn't like they had Team Yell who was like I thought was like oh they're gonna be the Team Rocket. The, they're gonna be the villain of the game and like, nah, like the people gotta close. fight like. Yeah, no, not even close whatsoever. Uh, they're just really annoying super fans. Um, but um, I was really intrigued. Like, I, I like the fact they were breaking the mold of the, the the kind of the generic story. Like Pokemon, they tried with Pokemon Sun and Moon. We talked about that, and it just I, I didn't care for that. What they did with all that. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have mixed emotions about it. Like, I'm happy they're breaking the mold and trying different things. But I felt like they were going somewhere with the story, and they didn't go all the way with it. Like, I liked it because like uh, there's that BD guy. And I was like, yeah. oh, I, I like, I kind of like like him and his aspect of it. Like he beats Hop, and like he like Hop like he destroys Hop, and like Hop's like he runs Hop in the ground. And he's like now Hop is like he's doubting himself, and he's like, maybe I need to change like the way I do things. And I'm like, oh cool, like we're going somewhere. Like spoiler alerts for the story for this game. But um, you know, I was like, oh man, we're gonna go. He's like he's gonna be a bad guy. Like he's I was like that'd be sweet if they made Hop like the villain. Like he turns and like he's like. All of a sudden, he becomes a dick or something like that. Because that's what I want. Like, that's something I miss. Like, I miss, like, the like the first, like, Pokemon game where, like, your rival, he's a, he's a douchebag. Like, you hate that guy. You don't like that guy. And, like, I want that. I don't, I want to dislike that guy, you know? Like, this is my rival. Like, I want to be, I want to beat you. And, like, I just, you know, I don't know. I was hoping, like, they'd go more into it. Like, I, I liked what they were doing everything there. Um, I liked the gym challenges. Like, it wasn't. I didn't care for what they did with the gym challenges um, in Pokemon Sun and Moon, but I like what they did with this one, yeah. incorporating it. And then you have the bot, then you have the the, the the gym leader at the end. Like I liked all that. I like where they're going. I love like you talk about the big fight feel. Like yep. you you met all the gym leaders beforehand. You talk to them. You communicate with them. So you know these guys. So like now like, I'm looking at you. Like this is like a, this is a boss fight. I'm looking at. Um, it's not just some random guy at the end of a of a so, building. Let me ask you though. I was like, what yeah. were your who were your favorite gym leaders in that game? Um. Well, I played Shield, so I had two different gym leaders than you. Um, then because mm. you played Sword, uh, yep. I really like the the ghost. I can't think of his name, but he was the the ghost Pokemon uh, gym leader because he had the Alistair, mask on. I think. Alistair, yep. Um, and then um, what was the fuck? Um, I like the the ice one. I can't remember his name either, though. Oh, oh, that's the that's the mother to like the rock like one. Now I think about it, I. Yeah. Cannot remember her name though, but you like the specific ones that. Uh, yeah, well, I, li- I like the opposite one. of what I had a chance to play. Yeah, well, and I like the um, I like the uh, the the old lady. I thought she was pretty funny when she was like Opal. The, the whole thing about pink and all that. Like that was pretty. Fun. Like I like, um, I and I, I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't care for the one I hated the most was the was the sister of the or the brother. Oh, uh, the, the, the rock. Yeah, I didn't like that guy at all. I was just like, just he. Can't, I, I'm like, I don't need to see you like, lip singing. Because, like, there's no voice. He sees or he's like a rocker, like an emo rocker, but there's no voice acting in the game. So he's like jamming out. There's no music. And he's just like, there's subtitles for the, for the, for the, the lyrics. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this guy. <laughs> I don't know. Did that's you like, like him? That's kind of like the opposite of me. It's like, I like Piers because mm. he's like, it was like more or less, it's kind of different than what you would initially expect and stuff. He was just kind of like that rag, almost like a ragtag. Like, he was a gym leader that you, 
respect, kind of respecting the stuff you face and stuff, and it's like the whole thing about being like Marnie's brother and stuff like that. That that kind of kind of came out of left field for me. It was like, oh, oh well, it makes sense because of the look and aesthetics, though. But but in hindsight stuff, I kind of liked a lot of the assistance that he did provide during like side story stuff with the whole like legend, like with the whole like uh, end near the end of the Pokemon game. Yeah, the end of the yeah. game in that regards. But some of my favorites. Well, yeah, Oval was pretty damn funny because of the whole interactions and stuff with Bead and stuff and, like, her whole introduction process and stuff to try to find her replacement being, like, what took center point with that. I thought that was fairly hilarious and stuff because you had to go through... Once you initially go to her gym, you pretty much are just quizzed then and there and stuff like that. Oh, are you the replacement gym leader that I've been looking for so I can retire finally? And yeah. What ends up becoming, like... Like, a whole shtick of that and stuff becomes, like, a whole thing of, like, Bead simultaneously just transforming himself into the fairy-type gym leader. Which, in yeah. itself, this is your rival and stuff. That He he was a freaking dick when you met him and stuff like that. He still is kind of a dick, but now he kind of respects you a bit yeah. more and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I liked... It's like what I said before, Tyler. When I finished Pokemon Sword, the thing that I liked about Sword and Shield story-wise the most is because characters, they started off differently. You know, when they started off... You had their own, like, set, like, characters that, uh, kind of stereotypical and stuff, but at the end of the game, a lot of them were fairly different than what they were when they started off as. Yeah. yeah so, no, yeah. yeah, with Bede, he was, like, the, kind of, like, the dick rival and stuff like that, you know, he was working with the chairman, like, doing all sorts of, like, kind of nefarious little deeds, and then once he gets pretty much, like, disowned by, like, uh, by Rose, Chairman Rose and stuff like that, he has to go on his own type of, like, journey and, like, this and that and stuff until... Opal kind of, like, convinces him to be, like, the gym leader and this and that, and now he's a gym leader. Like, kind of such kind of the same attitude and stuff like that, but uh, kind of a little bit more reserved now, because now he's trying to take that responsibility. Then you have, like, then you have, like, Hop, you know, where it's, like, that stereotypical, like, oh, the chipper sort of rival and stuff, that's, like, your best friend and this and that, and you battle and you do all this and that, and all of a sudden he gets destroyed by Bede, and it's, like, self-doubts himself, but now he comes through and tries to be, like, you know, try to focus upon a different path other than like say becoming the champion and this and that it's yeah it's like i said before the elements of the pokemon games is i liked the storytelling in regards to that you know yeah no i like i, I mean i like the fact that like they actually gave like this game like had characters yeah like, i feel like for the most like for the rule of pokemon games you know and like i said i've i played the first two generations maybe i think i played the third one a little bit and then i jumped in back in X and Y. I liked X and Y because it gave you, like, a group of friends, and, like, I was coming back to it. Like, it was, like, a nice jump-back-in spot for me and for a lot of fans. But, like, um, I like that, like, like we talked about before, like, I like the fact that, like, you met these gym you met these gym leaders, you met these characters, and it's, like, right. they, they, they actually had characters, like, in this game, where it's, like, normally it's, like, there's you, you're not really, you don't have a character. You just, it's just us. We don't talk. And then there was, like, your rival who you talk to every now and again, and then, like, the, the, the professor. And it's like this one, like I loved like how they kind of, uh, like I said, jumped in. They there's a real more of a story to it. I love like I really enjoyed actually, like the whole thing with Chairman Rose, like him coming out to be the bad guy and shit like that. I liked that whole like final boss battle with him, and everything like that. Like I liked a lot of that. I wish there was more of it. Um, because I was like that. Yeah, that's true. kind of one one complaint I had. Like I felt like after a certain like it was kind of too much of a uh, a straight line for this game. It was yes. just like go go to gym, 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 go through this route, go to gym. There wasn't like any breakoff points, anything like that. Like I don't want like I'm I'm I don't I'm I want them to break off that formula a little bit, and right. I like the ways they're going with it. 
I like the like the gameplay part of it to break off. Like I don't want to go. We don't need the cave. We don't need the to go in and defeat the team rocket of this game. Like we don't mm-hmm. need all that. Like I'm happy they're breaking some of that formula. But I do. I'd like the stuff. Some of the stuff they're doing. Like I, I like going in and have to go to the the big building there at the end and, and stop Chairman Rose and all that. Like going into the woods and getting the the sword and shield and all. Like I, there was some cool shit they did. And I like where they're going. I want them to go more into that direction. Um, but yeah, like the, the the bead thing, I didn't. Uh, I, it's when he came back and he fights you at the uh, towards the end, like and like he like ah, it's like like he kind of comes like he's like that douchebag, but he like he, you make him see the light kind of thing. It's like ah, I didn't want that. Like just keeping a douche, you know, <laughs> the douchebag like, with a heart of gold. Keep, yeah, like I don't no stop <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, basically. And um, I don't know. I, I was hope I wanted the you know. Um, I don't know. I, I I liked mostly where I the game was. It's a, it's a kids game, so I, I I never came close to losing. But it was kind of funny though. Like I went through and like I destroyed everybody. Like went flew through the entire like the championship thing, and then I got to um, uh, Leon, the final, the champion, yeah. uh, the final fight of the game. And it's like all like all my Pokemon were like high fifties and low sixties. Yeah. Um, or mid low high fifties to like mid sixties. And like I flew through everybody, destroyed. I, I I didn't do any real grinding in the game. The only grinding I guess I did was like every Pokemon game I beat all the trainers in the game that you can beat at that point. Like I don't avoid battles. I go out and I, I fight them. I don't really, I don't like the grinding and fighting wild Pokemon type of thing. I love the fact of being able to do that in this game. Um, and like I flew, flew through everybody, and then I got to him. And like everybody, like even all the people I fought in the in the whole gym challenger thing, like at the end there, like all their Pokemon were like low fifties. So I like, there's, they, they did some damage, but I was able to defeat them fairly easily. Like I was never in danger of losing. And then I fight him. All his Pokemon are in their mid, mid sixties. I'm like, fuck. Like this is actually like, there's a little bit of a challenge here. Like I had to like use some, like you usually you can just kind of, I can just like brute force my way through. Like I use strategy. I have like the, the, like the, you know, like I'll have my electric type versus the water type or whatever. But it's like, um, like I can just brute force my way through shit. And it's just like this one. I'm like, Oh fuck, I got to use some real strategy here. Like swap people out and like, you know, have the, pre- someone take the bullet for the, for this guy while I'm healing him up to come back out and fight. Oh like, yeah. But, no, I know I, exactly what I, you're talking about though. Like I, I love that last fight. Like it was actually like, I wasn't like, I wasn't like in real danger, like of losing all the other fights. Like I maybe lost a Pokemon or like I came close to losing a Pokemon or something like that. This guy, he actually took out three of my Pokemon. I'm like, Fuck! It was just like a matter of just like hitting him until he lost, like until this Charizard uh, fainted. But it was like I liked it. I was like, oh man, I'm like, there's like I felt like some real danger for like a Pokemon game for the first time since like it kind of brought me back to like I missed like I kind of missed that Elite Four like the first couple generations where it's like like that was a grind. Like you had to fight five guys in a row mm-hmm. without without going without healing without stopping. Yep. You couldn't recover your power points, so you had to be smart. Like I don't want to use my best. I only I can only use this move five times in five battles, so I got to fucking use this right and sparingly. And so I kind of missed that like that fucking like that that uh that big fight you had to get through at the end. Like, but I don't know. I really enjoyed that last fight. Like I wish I had more of that in that game. And I know like the end of the game, like you can go fight Hop and you can. There's that. There's like a murderer's row of other Pokemon uh, or other tra- trainers you can face. But uh, yeah, no. Overall, like, I don't want to say like a complaint because I really enjoyed the game. Like, I it's the first Pokemon game that wasn't uh, like what well, I beat X and Y, and I I went back and I beat Let's Go Pikachu. But like I said, that was more of like a nostalgia thing than anything. Uh, yeah. Um, this is like the first real Pokemon game I've beaten that didn't have that nostalgia, like that real nostalgia factor. Like X and Y and Let's Go were that. Like I burned out on Moon. I burned out on Omega Ruby. Um, like the first one I've beaten in a very long. It's like since gold and silver. So, um, 
yeah, so I really enjoyed it. Like I, th- I thought it was great. I'm, I, you know, uh, I like, like I said, I like where they're going with it. I wish they went a little further with it. But I'm hoping like this is like they got. It sounds like they got an extra year to make a Pokemon game with because they're not getting a Pokemon game this fall. That we're gonna get more DLC, and I'm kind of interested. I'm like now I'm thinking maybe I get the DLC um, for it. But um, yeah, so anyways, I, I really enjoyed that game. Um, but the uh, other game, it's uh, the first game of like that came out in 2020 that I played this year. Uh, a game called Blood Roots. It's um, uh, it's a small it's a small indie game. I think it's only like I want to say it might still be on sale right now because they had like if you bought it like uh, when it first came out it was like ten or twenty percent off so it was like sixteen bucks or something like that. But I think it's twenty dollars normally. Um, but what we knew knew will you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> she's down there doing her like thing. I mean she's trying to sleep and I'm irritating her, but she, she chooses to sleep on my feet. Um, anyways. Uh, it's a small little indie game. Uh, just came out last week. Uh, it is a uh, kind of like uh, Hotline Miami style game where it's like you can kill your enemies in one hit, but you can also die in one hit. Um, this one's a little different. Like where in Hotline Miami, you're like a small, like in rooms, you're like a smaller area. Um, this one, it's like a. I, it's funny because I don't typically like these kind of games. Like I, 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 I like I know I recognize they're good games, but they're not my style of games. Right. But uh, some about this one's hitting with me, clicking with me. Where it's like, so it's like a kind of like a midwest or not midwestern, uh, old west feel to it. And um, where like you uh, basically, it's like you play as uh, this guy. Like they, these bad guys uh, like kill everybody in your town. They leave you. They uh, they thought they killed you, and now you want you're back for revenge. And you're going through, and you're like, you know, systematically like, destroying. Like the first one, you're fighting like this one guy. And this, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's like this big, huge, fat guy. And uh, huh. he, but he was like, it's like, it's like a Western feel to it. But he's like driving on this like hovercraft thing, and uh, kind of like Doctor Robotnik or something like that. And <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so it's like super fast paced. Like you go through like there's like I don't know, fifteen, twenty little sections in each level. Um, and like you have to get through it without dying, and then like you, you unlock the next area to go through. And it's like, but it's like super fast paced. Like you can't stop. Like, and it's all based off combos. You got to do it like in timings. Like you, you want to build your score up as fast as you can. Like time, uh, being in a certain amount of time. You get graded at the end. I don't really give a shit about that. I just, I just want to fucking survive because it's 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 tough. Because like I said, you die in one hit. Um, but you pick up weapons throughout the like you don't have anything when you get into a level, and like that's the area you're in. And you pick up shit as you go. Like you could, like you could pick up axes, swords, and like each some of them give you like abilities. Like with like you get the sword, you can do like a dash. You could dash really fast across the screen. Right. And uh, but you only get so many uses per weapon. So like the sword and the axe, you get you can only kill three guys. Or well, you can sometimes if you do like a dash with the sword, you get a line of guys you kill them. But you can only kill like so many guys with each weapon, and then it. it it falls apart and you got to find another one. You can use your fist too, but when you use your fist, like you're delayed for a second. So if there's another uh. guy around you, it, he can come up and hit you and kill you. And then like some, some enemies have weapons, some have fists, uh, some have guns and they get to like, you can see like the little red line and you got like dodge them. And like, cause you only have like, you only, you can like, you grab, grab weapons, uh, hit and jump. That's all you have. It's just, I'm playing on PlayStation. So square X and circle. That's all the buttons you use. Um, but, uh, yeah, like so, like you have to go through, and it's like you, just like random. Like you can grab, like you can grab anything out of the environment. Like you can, you can grab a fence post, you can grab a table. Uh, fuck, I fucking you can use a fishing pole, which is actually really cool because you can do like a full <laughs> spin. You can grab a ladder, and like you do like a, you do like a kind of like a spin attack, like uh, kind of like the up B with uh, Zelda, but you like spin in a circle. Like you actually move around a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, it's I, I'm really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun, and like they're adding shit throughout, like. 
Like one of them, actually, one of the weapons. Like you can use carrots and fucking lettuce. You can grab it and you can hit enemies with it. Ah. Some of them like stun them, and like, some of like the environmental effects they have, like where there's like you know fire. There's like uh, you know people make fires and shit. Like you can actually like grab stacks of hay and grab that, put it in the fire, and throw it. And there's enemies in the grass, and like you can take out a bunch of enemies that way. Um, but yeah, I love it because like super fast pace. Like you get swarmed very easily, and just like uh, it's just it's a fucking rush. Like I was sitting there playing it the other the other day, and Courtney was sleeping. I'm like fuck. Shit! God damn it! I'm like trying not like I don't usually get like very like, um, like I'm not like that type like that gets like that yells or screams and I'm like that overactive gamer. But like this game, like some games do this, do this to me. Like every now and again, like I die. I'm like God damn it! But it's like this game is fucking like getting me. Like I'm like I'm like in it. I'm like fucking pumped. Like I'm I'm really really enjoying this game. I'm, I'm having a blast. It's fucking hard. Uh, I'm I'm on the final boss of the Act One. Uh, so like each. Each section has like you know, Act One Dash One, Act One Dash Two. So I'm on the final boss trying to beat this guy, and it's a very long level. Um, right. You got to beat all like most of them. Like you die, you just start that section over again. Like I said, there's like ten to fifteen sections per level per act dash whatever you want to call it. And um, you, if you die, you just you have to redo that section again. So you have to do the whole level. This one you got to beat it all in one fucking go. And I keep getting like I keep getting a little, progressing a little further every time. Um, but yeah, it, it, I love it too because like you don't feel like at points, like, you're over, like, um, like it's your fault type of game. It's like, oh, man, okay. Like, you get a little better every time. You learn, okay, so I get, like, I fucking love, like, getting the strategy. Like, certain, like all right, so I'm going to jump in the wheelbarrow. I'm going to roll along, roll, roll down, kill these three guys, jump off, grab the sword, dash over, kill that guy, dash over, kill these two guys, dash over, kill that guy, grab the axe that's right there, fucking hit this guy, grab grab the table, chuck it at this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like I just love, like, go, you, like, you, like, putting everything in your brain is like you're like all right i, I killed there's 15 guys in the section i killed 12 of them but then this guy the 13th guy got me so now i gotta figure out how to fucking uh, kill him so like sometimes i'm like all right i'm gonna break off that that i, I know i know this works now i gotta figure out how to kill these three guys so then i'll go all and i'll figure out a strategy to kill them come die i usually die trying to do everything else come back and i can just do it on one fell swoop like it's i love like figuring out it's like Almost in a weird way of like figuring out how to get the high, like get a higher score in like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, like, like like back in the day. It's like, all right, jump on this rail, grind over here, fucking do a goddamn ollie, revert here, and then jump off the half pipe, do fucking some badass moves. Like you just find the strategy, like to get the best score. And right. it's like, for me, it's not getting. I don't give a fuck. Like I said I don't give a fuck. I, I just, it's just survive for me. Like I'm like I always I'm I'm a terrible gamer, but like I, if I stick to it, I can beat the goddamn game. Not Dark Souls. Though. Fuck that game. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a, I'm having a lot of fun with this game. It's it's got a, it's kind of a, a more of a cartoony style to it. Um, there's different hats you can use, and like, they give you abilities, but they only work. The abilities only work when you're going back to replay other levels. Like one of them, like uh, you put a different hat on, like this, like he'll uh, it makes all of the uh, controls in, inverted. So if you hit right, you go left, shit like that. Um, but they don't work. Like I said, you have to beat. You can only do in stages you've already beat. So. But uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with this game. It's definitely—I uh, I don't know if it's still on sale, but like even still, it's like only like two dollars off with the discount, I think. But yeah, if you see it out there, or if you're this is kind of a game you you might be interested in, check it out. Well, it's getting great reviews. Like that's the only reason I didn't know, know anything about this fucking game uh, until I, I saw like the day it came, like the day before it came out, a bunch of reviews dropped. Like Easy Allies gave it an eight. I think IGN gave it a nine. I want to say. Like it's reviewing really, really well. So it's it's but it's it's a lot of fucking fun. But um, so far, my game of the year for twenty twenty Gables. Nice. Uh, let's see. Let's let's see if it sticks to that. Um, we'll find out. Oh, dude, dude, Doom comes out two weeks from the day. I know, right? 
Oh, I just realized that. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. That's We're some so realization that you know that a game you really wanted to play is coming out soon. Oh my god. Oh man, I feel like a fucking flu coming about two weeks from now. <laughs> I might not be able to go to work for a while. So, uh-huh. Ooh, I'm actually just getting over a flu. So if, I, if you hear me coughing or sniffling, I apologize. Uh, my girlfriend and I have both been sick all week. It's funny though; she's a bartender, and I was like, "You should like start selling the coronavirus shot." And like, oh, you just pour you you take Corona beer, pour in a shot glass, and cough on it. And, like, oh. Sell like sell that. Um, she didn't find it very funny. I thought it was funny. Uh, I told people I told people at work they all thought it was hilarious. So I think it's funny. Gables laughed. So I think that's pretty funny though. But yeah. I'm like, yeah. do it. Like, try to do it. But I don't know. Maybe people would be upset. I don't, I mean, she'd probably get in trouble at work. She told everybody, she, all her customers, she's sick. But, um, yeah. So, but yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing the last couple weeks. What about you, Gibbs? All right. So, to start things off, I finished off that game Night Slashers for the Switch. It nice. was that game that was by Data East and stuff. I just decided to play through the game once again with the last character. His name is Christopher, and he's like a vampire hunter. So, it's like... A pretty obvious sort of like the 10 from like say Castlevania and this and that mm. but what's interesting is it's still the same sort of beat em up type of style and stuff what I kind of discovered though is you can actually do special like a, the special move like say on the ground and even in the air there's like two different types of special moves that the characters can actually use but uh, no what's interesting is like there are certain references like moves and stuff that characters inside the game will do that are like references to professional wrestling like, what I mentioned before when I was talking about Night Slashers was face off against this mummy that will actually go through and German suplex you. But uh, <laughs> what's interesting is the character Christopher actually has a couple wrestling moves of himself, like, of his own. I kind of found it funny that I'm beating up, like, zombies, and all of a sudden I discover his throw animation is a fucking DDT. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to use this throughout this entire playthrough. And so, quintessentially, I'm just going through, I'm beating up bosses, right? I'm finding, and here, I encounter a freaking Dracula. I've encountered the fucking Dracula, like, right in the middle of the game. And uh, during this boss battle, I go through this, like, this fighting combination, right? And then I grab him, and then I go through it, I give him the fucking even flow DDT, and it felt <laughs> amazing. It actually awesome. felt amazing. Because it's like, at this point, you know, it was like an average sort of beat-em-up game. And quite honestly, I feel like Night Slashers... Would have been like a fun arcade game back in the day. Incredibly frustrating because of how many quarters you actually have to fucking use because of how the game's programmed. But at the same time, I love the idea that I have characters that perform wrestling moves, like say like suplexes and like freaking DDTs. Like that made my day. That actually made my night when I was trying to play through that last bit and stuff. Where it's like I go through, do my random combinations, you know. Blood and guts are spreading everywhere because of the freaking zombies and all of this and that. But at the same time, going through boss battles, even the final boss, this mech astro- like monstrosity of a abomination or something that's mixed up with a freaking alien or whatever the hell the thing is, and then just going through spike with the fucking DDT. I mean, here I am, like facing off against these otherworldly type of apparitions, and here <laughs> and all the while I'm dressed up in my freaking suit like a freaking vampire hunter, and I'm just grabbing fools. I am locking them into a front headlock, and I am just giving them the biggest fucking DDT of their lives. <laughs> oh my god. And honestly, that was probably my biggest highlight, just playing Night Slashers. Other than that, the game in and of itself, the beat-em-up, it's just basically kind of like a one... It's basically just a few playthroughs and you're done, sort of a 
like, affair. So it's like, I played through maybe about an hour or two of this game at most. And otherwise, no, I think it's fun maybe to go back to and from and stuff like that. But that was just my fun that I found out of it. But uh, there were a couple other games that I did play. Well, for example, I am still slowly playing through Hollow Knight bit by bit. I actually went through this sort of like, uh, this sort of like fungal forest where you go to a specific area, right? And you see all these mushroom creatures. And these mushroom creatures, they're kind of varied to where there's some that'll just rush at you just like fast and this and that. And there's some that just kind of like, they'll shoot spores and everything else at you, hurt you and stuff. Then I came across like one of those little mini bosses in this area where... Here's this gigantic mushroom, right? And uh, yeah. he is taking these, just these multiple hits, you know? He's just tossing all sorts of various crap at you. And all of a sudden, it's like... I think I may have died in that area maybe once. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, once you clear out, like, bosses and mini-bosses, you can actually... They won't respond back until maybe you go through and start resting on the benches. Because that's the game save points. You rest on benches. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, it's just basically was me just trying to get back my uh, bearings because I'm not playing it for so long, like a few weeks. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it still is relatively fun still. I mean, I'm still progressing a bit through it at the same point, but I've played roughly like around 10 hours of uh, Hollow wow. Knight so far, and uh, I'm seriously just thinking about, like, uh, seeing where at I'm going to be going with this game, you know, because it's the type of game that I like, and yeah. I just need to get more into it it just needs to get more of that spark that's just going to keep me coming back you know it's yeah. that sort of it's that sort of like uh time when you play a game you really like the game but because you don't know too much about it or where you need to explore and stuff you don't really get a whole lot of the sense of wanting to play it immediately if that sort of makes sense no i know that's <laughs> i mean i get that because that's I, I i played it when it first came out uh, what was it about a year or so ago? Yeah, and um, that was kind of like at first. Kind of, I was like, oh, I really like this game. Like, I'm not even a big fan of like Metro Metrovanias and stuff like that. Right. Um, but um, you know, I'm like, oh, I like this game. I like the atmosphere. It's really cool. The art style is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of, that was kind of what made me fall off of it. You know, where it's like, I, I felt like I was expo- like I just did all this time exploring, but I wasn't like really getting anywhere. It's like I'd find this new area and it looped me back to an area I've been to before, and it's just like, oh. Like, I didn't find, like, I, it was cool, like, when those moments when you found a boss fight or you found some cool shit, but it's like, yeah, like, I think that was my problem. Like, there was too much of that game where I'm just, like, walking, or, like, in circles. And, like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I don't yeah. know what I'm supposed to be doing exactly. It's like, like, I, I, I was like, that was my, like, my, like, my falling off point with that game. It was like, I, I put, like, a, I want to say, like, a five, six hours in that game, and I, that was just where I, I, I spent half of that game walking in a circle. It was just like, all right, I'm not. Like I'm, I'm not enjoying a decent chunk. Like the moments that you found were awesome. It's just like they weren't, they weren't often enough for me to like keep, keep investing time into that game. Well, the biggest part about the Hollow Knight is going through and discovering different characters inside the game. Like, yeah, the character that I did discover while going through my latest excursion was a kind of a praying mantis. Kind of look, he looks a little bit blind or something. He's called Leg Eater, and he has all these like these false these. He has a couple type of badges that you can go through and collect, you know, where it's like you have, like, false strength and false, like, health and this and that, you know, just basically kind of give you the false sense of, like, having, like, being stronger than you are or having more health than you should and, like, this and that. So, at least when it comes to Hollow Knight right at the moment, I've 
still have been encountering some interesting characters, and I know there's some hidden ones that are not fairly obvious. Still, I need to go through, but it's still something I'm going to go back to. But the next game that I kind of want to just say a little bit about is I actually downloaded Shadow of the Colossus, a Ooh, free game for PSN yes. last night, and uh, I've beaten the first two Colossi, and nice. what's interesting to note is like when I went through the first, when I was going opening, you know, just uh, playing the game initially for the first time in a long time, I had a little bit of trouble finding the first boss, and that's because when I went to the center where you get the prompt and stuff where it should tell you that you should be going through and climbing on the, the, the freaking uh, weeds and stuff like that in order to get up to the first part of the platform and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I kind of went around and just kind of screwed around a little bit and stuff, so I didn't really get to the first boss battle until like about 10 or 20 minutes because I was just so busy admiring the scenery. But, uh, no, the first and second bosses weren't really that much trouble at all. But uh, what I kind of had difficulty with is... Uh, I finally came up to the third boss. It was just on this big old gigantic like plate or something overlooking a lake. And what's kind of hilarious about it is it's the boss where you have to climb up his weapon in order to get to his armor. Because his armor is supposed to be breakable. So here I am just hanging upon his armor. And uh, I have completely forgot how the hell I'm supposed to beat this thing. <laughs> so I kind of ended my night last night where it's, I spent a good hour playing Shadow of the Colossus. Went through two of the Colossi. And, uh, well, you know what? I'm just playing the game as I go. I still am interested in just going through and just beating a couple more of the Colossi. And, uh, honestly, I'll say a little bit more and stuff if I go through and keep on continuing playing it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's this, because out of the Colossus, it's just one of the many games where I've played off and on and stuff throughout the years where I'll play it for, like, a couple of, uh, Maybe a couple hours here and there, maybe get halfway through the game, and then all of a sudden I just randomly stop because I find something else to play. But uh, the other game that I want to touch upon fairly quickly, though, was I started playing Dead by Daylight again. Very hmm. much kind of heavily. Since I got my new PC, I've just decided to go through and just play a little bit more of it because I wanted to have that consistent game that I liked playing, like maybe like an hour or so a day that I like. You know, just so I can easily come back to every day, maybe get a couple dailies done and stuff. Dead by Daylight is just that type of game where I feel more comfortable to do that type of stuff. But what's kind of interesting is I've already maxed out, like, one of my characters, and I'm on, like, I'm seriously, like, about nine levels away from maxing out my second. And this is before doing a prestige, which has you reset, like, a whole bunch of the stats and, like, perks and stuff that you had while earning, like, uh, stuff with your character the first time to get like better abilities and better perks in order to build for your survivor but uh no what's interesting is the matches that i've been going through over the past few weeks oh during last weekend i came across maybe four different matches where the killer didn't do absolutely anything huh. he just basically just stood there while everyone else was just like getting gens done and this and that and i kind of suspected that there are a lot of uh, groups playing together where one's playing as the killer and his friend and stuff's playing a survivor and they're just basically just screwing around trying to farm for blood points and this and that. And you know, you get that, you know? It's like there are a couple of different types of matches you'll encounter while playing Dead by Daylight online. One, you'll have people that'll go through and farm for points, for blood points, you know? Then you'll have the stereotypical maybe toxic killer or something like that will just constantly just try to tunnel you by putting on the hook 
and just pretty much going back and forth, just making sure no other survivor tries to get you off the hook. But, uh, no, one of my favorite, like, matches over the past week was when I got all the generators done with my team. The killer initially finds me, right? Strikes me down. Carries me, right? And we had just, my team had just gotten the, the door open, like the emergency door open. Yeah. And I was on my last, my last uh, life here before I pretty much died or something like that. Say if I were to get hooked, hung on the hook again, I would have instantly died because... Depending upon how much health your survivor has, if he has a full thing of health, he or she has a full thing of health, you can get hung maybe like twice, but if your teammates wait too long before unhooking you, and you go past like that midpoint and stuff, your health bar, and it starts to play into like maybe a quarter, you'll only, you're dead like after being hung twice instead of three times. But case in point, what brings me back to this match in particular was we did all this various good job and stuff. My teammates just did this and that. And all of a sudden, I get struck down like right at the last thing. <laughs> I'm I'm hanging. The carrier has me in his arms, right? And what's hilarious is he's going to take me to the to the closest hook. Well, unbeknownst to me, one of my teammates goes through and my team is just basically sabotaging hooks. So in the game, you can actually use toolboxes and stuff to help sabotage hooks. And once you do that, the killer has to go to another hook. And so right as soon as he tried to hang me up, my teammate just instantly just go through and just, like, disable, just just broke the hook. And all of a sudden, <laughs> the, the dude that's carrying me is like, oh, no, he has to try to go this and finally get free, and I escape out the freaking door. <laughs> nice. It's just moments like that where you'll just have instant gratification, especially if you learn how to play, like, uh, a little bit more cautious. I'm pretty rash when I play that game, honestly. And I get a whole bunch of bad RNG stuff. Just bad, random stuff. But the last match I just want to touch upon was... Uh, it was not a good team match and stuff. My team pretty much kept getting found by the killer. Kept getting, like, uh, hit and, like, hung on the hook and stuff. And we basically got it through to where there was, like, maybe two generators left. But the problem was... I was just watching as my teammate gets struck down right... He gets hung on the hook, and while he's doing that and stuff, I discover the hatch, where when all the other survivors are dead and you're the only one, there has an option to where you have a hatch that pops up randomly in the middle of the map. And so what ends up happening, I end up finding the hatch before my teammate gets hung on the hook. I stuck around the hatch, and I see the killer hang him on the hook, and sure enough, it was the last time where his character actually died. And what's hilarious is the hatch opens, right? And the killer knows exactly where the hatch is at because a lot of these guys have played the game so much, they will they know exactly where these freaking hatch is at. And so because my character has this perk called self-care to where I can automatically heal myself from being hit previously by the killer, I'm at full health. So I go to the front of the hatch. The killer like pretty much cuts me off, right? Hits me. I go around him like across like around this rock this big old rock that's like right <laughs> that's like right uh out of his reach i come behind the hatch the hatch is open the opposite direction right so i so you would kind of figure that that door would kind of obstruct you from the prompt no i basically pressed the thing and i escaped out the hatch <laughs> and i kind of like uh prevented him from getting the last kill nice <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much dead by daylight update for 2020 so far but uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to the whole 
like a new DLC that's supposed to be releasing relatively soon. It's like Chains of Destruction or something like that. It's got like a couple of new things added to it. Like a new killer that's sort of like an outlaw and stuff that shoots a gun and stuff that has a grappling hook at the end. And there's like another... It's There's like a Wild West-like stage and stuff. And then uh, there's a new Survivor and new perks along with that. But if I try it out, I'll save stuff in the future. But the last thing I wanted just to talk about... I played through the Final Fantasy VII demo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I downloaded it. I I get to play it. I won't spoil exactly how much they've went through and actually changed and stuff, but I will say this. I love to play the demo. I love the combat. It feels... The new combat, where they have for, like, normal... Well, here's the thing. Before you even start playing the demo and stuff, it gives you the option. You want to play it on easy, you want to play it on normal, or you want to play it on classic mode. You know, which classic, I assume, is like the whole turn-based sort of style with random battles and stuff. Yeah. But I decided to choose on play on normal. I'll tell you what. I love the witty banner between, like, uh, the characters. I love a bit of the combat stuff. And I love how good you can actually switch characters on the fly it's so easy it's like you actually press direction you actually press down the d-pad and stuff to switch between different characters it's that seamless and then you go through and you can target specific character like specific enemies and stuff and uh you can just button mash certain things it's like cloud and stuff and a lot of the limit break stuff feels feels fun actually i actually enjoyed myself quite a bit the demo itself doesn't last too long, but at the same time, it's still, it was still a fun experience, and it makes me look forward to playing the game next month. <laughs> yeah, that's cool then. Yeah, I, I, I want to check it out. I've heard a lot of people raving about it, so I, people that I wouldn't even expect, like, what got me interested is like, I'm hearing people that don't even, like, showed zero interest in Final Fantasy VII, or don't typically, like, show interest, and, like, they're like, it's a great demo. So, I don't know if it's a game I'm going to buy, but I at least want to check out the demo, so. Right. Um, yeah. But other than... I, no, go ahead. Sorry, man. Oh, but man, it's like, other than that, though, I didn't play anything else. That was just yeah. it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I am excited, though, at the end of the month, I think it's like the 24th to the 27th, uh, yeah. that Predator game that's coming out uh, yes. next, April, next month in, uh, in April. Uh, they're doing they're doing a free, uh, like, beta for it oh. uh, for everybody. Yeah, so I'm Ooh. definitely, like, that weekend, I, I want to fucking... Uh, or I, think, I don't know what it is. I think, I want to, I think it's the 24th, I want to say. But I, I definitely want to check it out because that game looks like it's going to be nice. Badass. I pre-ordered it, so this is also a nice little demo for me. So it's like, eh, if I don't like it, I can just cancel it. So True. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, I'm pretty excited. But, um, yeah, I think that's going to wrap up the show for us this week, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, uh, we are on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Twitch, YouTube, Spotify. Go to just search Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Um, and you'll see us there iTunes as well. Uh, give us thumbs up, five stars, leave a comment, review, uh, follow, like, subscribe, heart, whatever. Whatever you do on all those places, those platforms, uh, please do whatever you can to uh, support us. We really appreciate it if you get to do all that. The more you guys do that, more likely is other people can see us too. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you guys so much once again for listening. I was your host, I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone, thank you for listening to a fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hey, hey, Gables. Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.
Excuse me. Give to me beers there. Anyways, we're on iTunes now, so go on there, check us out. And if you like us, leave us a review. And we'll even shout you out. And Jack will send you his credit card number. <laughs>